Let's go ahead and get started. Today is July 12th, another beautiful Monday. We're at the Corner Bar in Youngsville, a future sponsor of our podcast, Drunk on a Bucket. My name is Carl Anderson. I'm joined by my co-host, Josh, Justin Bieber, oh Bailey. Oh they call him JB. And also Tyler Jensen, the best coach that is out there for, for baseball. We're joined by a special guest, Logan. Don't remember your last name. It's I'm sorry. Right. Lanou. Uh, Logan Lanou. Lanou. If you want to look him up, that motherfucker sells a lot of fucking vacations to Disney World. Destination Mouse on Facebook. Check him out at Destination Mouse. Hashtag. Hashtag. Oh, what did I say? But no, no. You, no, no you're perfect. No, I, was, I was just a hype man onto your promotion. <laughs> My so. bad. I thought I missed it. His niceness came into play right there. Yeah. <laughs> You can. You, you. Wait, but by, by the way, destination. While we have Logan here, Destination Mouse will be a future sponsor of the pod. So we'll, we'll just we'll just throw him under the bus. Just go to like, Disney World. And just, you know, just <laughs> it'll be damn money and do it. It'll, just, it'll be great. I your kids want, will love it. I just want to clarify. If we could get a sponsor to just buy our beer, yeah. I'd be a happy motherfucker, yeah. okay? Like, this would be worth it. That's it, and that's all. <laughs> if somebody it. can pick up my tab, yep. which is usually only about $30, just so you know, <laughs> I'm a cheap drunk, anybody can take it, okay? <laughs> I'll, take the first, I'll take the first option, okay? We have a good lineup tonight. Uh, obviously, one of the, the biggest trends around here in Lafayette, Youngsville area, is our hometown boy, Dustin Poirier, fighting McGregor this weekend. You know, great fight, not really, wow. but the outcome was good, you know? Um, I would have liked to see more of a, of a conclusive ending to right. it. I'm happy he won. It didn't shut the door on the whole thing. So, yeah. so we can say that the times that there were action was great. I mean, Dustin came out pretty aggressive, I would say, for the most part. And they exchanged some shots. I think even Dustin admitted he got caught by either a right or a left. A left whichever cross. A left cross, a left cross, cross. right? He, he got caught by one. And, and uh, he said he got caught by one previous, but he didn't lose his feet. He was good. Um, but, yeah, I would say a little bit disappointing in terms of if you just purely entertainment-wise – Right, you're a little disappointed on how it ended, but hometown boy, you gotta respect the man for the work he's put in, the time he sacrificed, and at the end of the day, a W is a W. Absolutely, I mean, Poirier landed more significant strikes in total, right? But his efficiency wasn't as great as McGregor's. So Poirier landed 36 of 66 significant strikes for 54%, right? But McGregor landed 71% of his significant strikes, but only having a total of 27 out of 38. Because mm. McGregor came out the, the box, like, ready to go. He got a lot of criticism last time because he wasn't as active. They felt like he was more successful when he's active and he's the aggressor. Everybody says, look, first round, you have to watch for McGregor, and then he kind of goes downward, right? He kind of fades each, each round going forward. I don't know if what Dustin said about feeling his ankle or leg crack, you know, was legitimate, but, you know, it kind of would make sense that if that were the case, McGregor then went for the guillotine to try and take him out, which is not really his game either, right? So I actually watched an interview of McGregor's coach this morning, breaking down the fight, um, and some other footage, and I'm leaning to believe that the foot injury was not due to the check kick with the leg, you know. Um, it's actually right before the, the break happens, uh, McGregor goes for like a flick straight kick to the abdomen and Dustin checks with his elbow. Oh. And he kicks him directly mm -hmm. in the tip of the elbow right where the break happens. And if you watch back the footage in slow-mo, 
I really think that's where it happened. And also, the, his coach happened to say that they trained for the guillotine. Um, that was part of the game plan. Um, simply because they noticed Dustin likes to put his head there whenever he goes for a takedown. Yes. And he felt that Connor's only error was taking it to the ground. Had he stayed standing, he felt he might have been able to end the fight there. At, at that point, once Dustin was kind of able to slip out of that, the ground and pound, I mean, but McGregor landed some nasty elbows in that in that exchange, but, you know, overall, Poirier kind of lit him up from that point. Yeah, well, I mean, props to Poirier for even, like, He's getting interviewed by Joe Rogan, right, in the middle. I'm sure you're a journalist pumping. You just won. Like, shout out to him for even, like, saying that. Like, no, I got I got him on a leg kick, and that's why he broke his shit, right? right? It's not because he just broke his shit. Because you didn't even know what happened. I didn't know what happened. He just was out, right? Well, the the explanation you, you made, Logan, makes a lot more sense than kind of what Dustin said. Mm. Because from that point, when he checked that leg kick, it was probably a minute and a half in. That break didn't happen until 10 seconds prior to the round ending. So you're talking about a three-minute gap, three, three, three and a half minute probably, of when that check happened where McGregor made a lot of moves that could have compromised that, that break, that fracture, and it didn't happen until the very end when he finally got up from off the ground and then tried to go ahead and re-engage, right? So that makes a lot more sense than the... The explanation that we got in the ring, right? Yeah. So obviously, you know, Poirier could have fought for the title prior to this if he wanted to. I think like, he was offered it. He, he shut was. it down for more money. No doubt, and I don't yeah, blame I don't him blame either. at all. Like, get your money, hand. You know what I mean? Like, well, get your he, money. He hand. bet that he was. He, he said he bet on himself that he was going to win this fight, get the money, and still have a title shot after, which obviously he will now. Yeah. So, so the question is. Is, is that the next step for him, right? Is he going to get a title shot? I think so. I mean, he would have had it before. It only solidifies it. He's the um, number one contender. There's no reason he shouldn't. Yeah, no doubt. And, you know, I think what it also signifies is that if McGregor wants another title shot, he's going to have to bottle his way back from the bottom. Like, I think uh, Daniel Cormier in the post-fight interview kind of made some comments about it, and he's like, you know, is, is Conor McGregor done? No, absolutely not. But the downside to some of the shitty broadcasting that ESPN put on there with Max Kellerman and some of them other hacks <laughs> that don't know shit about fighting. T- t- you know? Hey, Carl, tell me how you really feel, man. I'm telling you right now. I mean, look, I'm not going to say that I know shit about fighting, but it's like, okay, I, the little bit that I know, I know your fucking ass don't know shit about it. You know what I mean? And that's, that's pretty bad. But Cormier made a good point. He said, you know, McGregor's probably done for a little while, at least fighting at that elite level. You know, I think his last three or four fights, three of them, twice with Poirier, once with Khabib, mm. he's just not the elite anymore. But if you take him down a notch and fight those four, three, you know, six ranked lightweight fighters, he's probably pretty, still pretty successful. Yeah. So, yeah. who knows? I, I want to I wanna say this. I know jack shit about the UFC. <laughs> okay, but I was thinking about this on the ride here when I saw this is one of the main topics we were going to talk about. Conor McGregor is only relevant because of the other things he does outside of the ring. Okay? He has not done anything in the last however many years. Like I said, I don't know jack shit. Okay, but your point to, to fight lower level guys. I compare him to the Dallas Cowboys. Okay? And, oh and hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. God, Network, networks, <laughs> networks continuously put the Dallas Cowboys on TV. Mm-hmm. Pay per view networks, whatever, continuously put Conor McGregor on TV. Why? Say, because it drives up ratings, right? If I, if I, and I, like I said, I don't like the UFC, but if I see the Cowboys are on 
I know they're probably going to lose, right? But people are still going to watch. And it, to me, it's the same thing with McGregor. It's it's all a publicity thing. And he's still going to make his money. And I know y'all got a much more factual opinion than what I have about it. But, like, for someone who doesn't care about UFC, when I see Conor McGregor's fighting, I'm out. Because, to me, it's a publicity stunt. Mm, so I, I'll take your analogy go a little bit further because you're, you're on to something. The reason that the Dallas Cowboys are popular is because of the 80s and 90s, right? Correct. When, when they won. And Conor McGregor held a belt in two weight classes before he left. Right, he didn't just become someone and go box Floyd Mayweather. Right. He worked his ass off and deserved two belts in the UFC, much like the Cowboys in the right. United, you know. But no, I agree with you a little bit there. Uh, I still, but also at the same time, when Drew Brees was on the Saints the past, you know, seven or eight years, they had better ratings than the Cowboys when they were on primetime TV. Well, and it was part of it was probably because of fatigue of the Cowboys as well, though, right? I mean, you look at the 325 slot, and I don't want to get into an NFL discussion. Yeah. You look at the 325 slot. You look at Monday Night Football, Sunday Night Football. You can count on the Cowboys being one of those every week. Yep. And it yeah. becomes right. fatigue. Yeah. yeah. Right. Absolutely. So at some point, you got to wonder because I'm sure a fourth fight's going to happen, and I won't watch it because he's in it, right? And, and I'm, I'm I'm actually doubtful that a fourth fight is going to happen. I, I hope not either. But at the same time, because. I honestly, I'm hopeful, and I'm, I'm a Dustin fan. I'll, I'll put that out there. He's going to be champ by the time McGregor's off the of crutches, in my opinion. You know, and if that happens, McGregor's going to have to work his way to number one contender to fight him again. Yeah. And that, and as much as I hate Stephen A. Smith, I kind of agree with the man that oh, he, man. you know McGregor's past his prime. Don't don't. Whatever we do in this pod, don't don't agree with. Steve no, but that actually makes sense. That he would have to work back. <laughs> yeah, he has yeah, to work back to. Yeah. Like I said, I don't know you, anything about. You don't this just stuff. get a free reign of the champ because well. you have a grudge with the champ. Well, yeah, that's that's some WWE wants stuff. To make, unless Poirier wants you to make know, money. Well, Dana did say, "quote You can't have a fight finished that way." Right, well, Dana White. I agree. The, 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 the boss, worst, the boss it's the of worst UFC. possible outcome. Yeah. for that night, there's absolutely no closure. Well, but but okay, so let's talk. Let's talk about the the rivalry of what the fight is, and and obviously he broke his shit. So there there wasn't like a real fight once he broke his shit, right? Um, we can all agree that that Dustin was kind of ahead of the game. He was winning by that point, in, in my opinion, anyway. Um, even though I had money against Poirier, <laughs> but we won't, we won't we won't say, we won't talk much about you that. You brought it up. Uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> <It's triggered>. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you listen to a lot the, the last podcast, you, you, you get my reason why. But for the boss to say the boss man himself to be like, "Look, you can't end that way." I would say that in the future, I would disagree. I would say in the future, there's going to be a fourth fight. What? How can he's you not? A, well, have he's a promoter. Too, he wants to make money. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's you too know. much money to, to be made to not have a fourth fight. Because I would watch it. Then, I would pay for the pay-per-view. Then the belt shouldn't be on the line if the belt were involved. It's going to be. It will be. It will. I mean, it will. he was – McGregor was already promoting for the next fight. No matter if you like it, don't like it, he was on the canvas – with a broken shit. When, and, and every expert said, <laughs> right, every expert said, the longer this fight goes, the more likely Dustin's going to win. Mm. Dustin, at, at best, Dustin was getting out of the first round. Yeah, so, absolutely. You know, Dustin was on top. Dustin was winning. Honestly, I think there's enough closure there, even with the broken leg. Like he was dominant enough to just call it. So what, hey, what's hey. going to happen is he's going to fight Oliveira, and hopefully wins. McGregor's gonna have to get up to at least the three seed, and he'll jump two and one to, to fight for the belt for this closure that that we all see, and hopefully Poirier just comes in, knocks his shit loose, and says, "Hey, that's right. it." Yeah. You know, I mean, I can. How many times I gotta beat you before it's over with? You know, 
Well, let's just say, who's not a fan of, of, of Poirier and what he's doing? I mean, he's a lo local guy, right, from, from Lafayette, so we're, we're, we're all fans. That would be the only reason I, I would pay for it. Here, <laughs> we're all here, fans. We're all fans. We're all fans, but, I mean, if you watch the pay-per-view, there were only two Americans that night who got booed. Everyone else was oh, USA, yeah. USA. It was Dustin Poirier <laughs> and fucking Greg Hardy. Who, 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 which, which, he deserves to be booed for all time. He yeah. got knocked out. And he played for the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> Even more reason why he needs to be knocked out. That, that should be the reason he got booed. And, he got, and he got knocked the fuck out. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's wonderful. Oh, yeah. He got his lights knocked out. So, oh, so man, can was, we... That can was we, glorious. Do, do, we need to, uh, do, do we need to talk about, like, Dustin's quote of what he said? Please. When, that was when, the best moment of the entire Do you, you want to talk which, about this? Which one? Yeah, oh, go ahead. Please. Go ahead. So he, he, he talked about, you know, for all those people who booed me, you can kiss my whole asshole. <laughs> not, not a fraction, not a portion. My whole, my asshole. whole asshole. I don't know. Pucker up, baby. I don't Let's know go. if I would have went with the asshole. I would have said, like, you could have kissed my whole ass. <laughs> <laughs> but ass honestly, the asshole if you go back and watch that clip, just watch Joe Rogan. It was yeah. amazing. The, the asshole doesn't make up a large portion of your ass, you know, so it's not. Yeah, but I mean. There's not I, that I, much to I, kiss. I, I digress, <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. The percentage of disgustingness of the ass. All resides within that. With right, that's all. all right. So, so, so fair point. Let, let's fair point. Let's transition at this point. And I got. Uh, I just had to. I just had to like bring that up. No, and, and that's cool. I will tell you this. Outside of that, because that was not very fulfilling. To be honest with you, no, I mean, I'm happy. I'm not. happy he won. Right. Same here. One of my favorite fights to watch was Sean O'Malley and Chris Martino. Oh my god. Even gosh. though Chris Martino got his ass whooped. He was the aggressor the whole time. I'm pit fuck Herb Dean because he stopped that shit. Give the man his credit and let him go another 27 fucking seconds. He's going to take five more punches. He'll, he, it ain't going to hurt him no more than he was already fucked up, okay? I want to see him finish. Dude took the fight on 11 days notice, right? Yeah. I think he stopped working a full-time job like a month ago to right. start training for UFC. Amazing. Like, that dude, he took, he took the... Rocky Balboa, Italian Stallion approach. Just get the fuck beat out of you and try That's to wear off the other forward, guy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And well, I mean, he's from the Northeast. You know, I think Massachusetts. I think so. Yeah. Got the fuck beat out of him. It's okay, but he earned my respect, and I'm a fan. I think he earned everyone's I respect. I hope. I hope. I hope he. I hope he has some success. And one thing that told you that Sean O'Malley was feeling it twice in that first round. He looked at the clock to see yeah, how much sure. time he had left. Because mm. he kept, he felt the pressure. And look, he was lighting him the fuck up. Look, there ain't no doubt about that. I mean, it wasn't well, even close. It's interesting because but, O'Malley is a knockout artist. And yeah. he had so many clean strikes. I think over 200. Mm -hmm. 230. Yeah, 230 out of 318 shots. 72%. We're clean. Clean. Clean on this dude. And he just kept walking forward. Yeah. Honestly, when I was watching the fight, I, I was like, this is what like a police officer versus a meth head looks like. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. You just cannot put that man down. Did they drug test that man before? That's what I want to know. Okay, okay. Was he on PCP? <laughs> can, I, can I just really quick disagree with you guys? I'm glad Herb like stopped the fight because I just felt bad for this guy who was a punching bag his face was literally a punching bag sure. and another 27 seconds of his face being a punching bag i just almost want to like cry and well, hold him in my arms dana like dana white agreed with you in the post fight interview geez, stop it she, before they, they asked if they thought it was a legit stop she's like they would have been a legit stoppage in the middle Fuck, of the second man. round like he's like you could have stopped that fight at any time and it yeah, would have been a legit stoppage. i know but i, I kind of agree with joe rogan on the on the broadcast he was like look 
he wasn't hurt, quote unquote. I right. mean, he was fucking he, dude, hurt. He was taking it, bro. Yeah. No, he but was taking it to the face. He wasn't hurt to the point where he couldn't defend himself or right. he couldn't attack. Right. So true. Good point. Let him let him go about and finish it. Like let him go to a decision instead of calling it a, a I knockout. Just, you but know? I, I just don't want to see what he looks like after that twenty seven seconds. Oh, he's gonna look fucked up. <laughs> he's gonna look. He's fucked gonna up look like an alien. Whether he stopped it right there or twenty look, seconds. Look, se- Joe, Joe, seconds Joe later. Rogan on his podcast always talks about that he believes in like people like there's life outside of Earth. Well. That guy would have looked like life outside of Earth. He'd look like a fucking alien. Ain't no doubt. Well, look, I heard from a little bird that you might have a story to tell from this bar that you were watching the fights from. I don't know about a story. I, I may, I, I may plead the fifth on this one. No, you <laughs> don't. <laughs> we don't plead the fifth on this podcast. That's not in the the you manual. Don't have to, you don't have the name. Oh, no, obviously I won't do that, but. Do you guys need me to tell the story? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Because okay. okay. I don't know the full yeah. details. I want the nitty gritty. <laughs> so, so shout out to Clayton Williamson for uh, throwing me under the bus on, on this story because he was here. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're you know we're at Corner Bar Youngsville. Shout out sponsor hashtag um, future sponsor. I'm sorry, future sponsor. Just, just pay um, for my beer, <laughs> <laughs> please. You know we're, we're hanging out here because they're you know they had the fight. We're outside because it was packed on on uh, on Saturday night. And, uh, Thanks you know, for the invite. Yeah, you're, right. You're welcome. <laughs> I had to pay for the fight at my house. But oh so, my God. Go ahead. Hey, go look. Ahead. By the way, none of you guys texted me. I was at a wedding. Somebody had to. Somebody invited me out. I'm just saying. You know, that night. Hey, look, look. It was a former player. It Logan, was, okay. Honestly, it was one of the well, best. I mean, people, of, people get married on LSU Alabama night. I it, don't it, it was. It was one of the. It was one of the best ones. I'll get. I'll talk about that another time. But Let, yeah. Let's just say Tyler knows everybody and. No, it's a former that. player. One of my favorite players. Okay. So, so yeah, we hang- can't be talking like that on the podcast. You, you're signaling out former players and everything. You might want to. You, you can't be telling people this to a former player and all that, you know? Why? That's a uh, favoritism. And I, and I, 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 I said all the time. Kid, kids that work hard, and uh, he, he's, I like him because he worked hard. So he's one of my favorite players. If you work hard, you're one of my favorite players. That's why I don't like JB. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> that dude. The, the only reason oh we my are, God. the only reason we are on Spotify right now is because of JB. I'm okay? just joking. I, he was like he was like 18. I was like 20 when I coached him. So that, that, count. that dude is promoting your ass like crazy. Hey, we man. were drinking at the same time. Where's my ahead. basketball, yeah, we bro? We were. Where's oh my wait, hold on. I told him I forgot. Look. I legitimately forgot. Can, Carl, can you please talk about that for a second? So we're supposed. How to much do Tyler the, didn't want to do the challenge? We're supposed to do the three high noons on a basketball. <laughs> JB is deflecting. He doesn't want to tell the story. <laughs> it's okay. We're coming back. It's oh, yeah, on yeah. the. It's on the. Uh, issue. Go ahead. Go my ahead. Finger go is ahead. on the bullet point. Go ahead. Go ahead. Please continue. Thank you. Thank you, Clayton Williamson. So. So, so I have a fresh beer because I just, you know, came into the lovely bartenders of Corner Bar Young. How many beers deep are you at this point? Like, oh, are you shit. wasted? What? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm definitely here. I'm, I'm, I'm 110% in. But we were at Poor before, Poor Youngsville. Oh, had so a couple you, old fashions. You were fucked up. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. No, so I would. We're hanging out. We're hanging out outside, waiting for the fight to come on, and uh, just got a fresh beer. You know, there's a, this very lovely lady that was hanging around, uh, hanging around us. Or hanging with us, whatever. And uh, I don't know how the topic came up, but I was, you know, being the gentleman, letting her sit down. And uh, and I was like, you better watch out. I got a fresh beer. And she literally leaned back and put her mouth up that like, hey, Port, hey, you got a fresh beer. Let's go. And I was like, oh, that's very tempting. But let's not do that. 
And so I was like, no, no, I can't do that. Cause I didn't have confidence in my own ability to do it, right? And so she, she, you know, put her head back up, like, haha, it was just kind of a joke. And I was, I started talking shit. I was like, but you won't really let me do it though. What she didn't say a word. She just put her head back up, opened her mouth again. I'm like, fucking a, like, am I really gonna do this? I'm like, I can't do this. I can't. I feel a buddy's so, too nice moment. Wait, hold on. Then, then, That's what it no, seems wait, like. Then, then I, wait, hold on. I'm gonna come to your car. Then if, it went. If I wasn't married, I might have put it something else in. There. <laughs> 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 then, I, then I went to her and I was like, I can't do this. I literally can't because I'm going to miss and it's gonna be just awful. So I went to her face and I was like, no. And I was like, I can't do it. Somebody else, I don't know who peeped in. They're like, you won't do it though. And I was like, guess what she did? Didn't say a word. Came back up, opened her mouth. I'm like, well, fuck it, third time, it's the charm. So I go, I totally miss. I make it the beer in her eyeball, right? Bro, if and you're gonna, if she, you're gonna miss, you know what you're supposed to miss. Like, not, <laughs> not in the eye, bro. Not in the I beer. Mean, okay, you not, have. Not in the I have a full beer. No, hold on. I have a full beer. We'll take a sip, bro. What was the reaction? I wonder what the reaction was. She fucking hated my guts. I mean, what do, you, what do you expect? Really? No, it was almost like I was embarrassed. She was embarrassed. It was almost like a. You probably took it way too personal because you're like. Too he nice. had slept three days. Yeah, like, you would beat yourself <laughs> up about it. He's on 74 Red Bulls. <laughs> That may not be a lie. That dude is the king of energy drinks. So it was it was hilarious, entertaining. I think we everybody around us enjoyed it a little bit. I enjoyed it. I, I think she enjoyed it. She gave me a really hard time about it. Did you get her number at the end of the night? I already had her number, but that's that's damn. So you knew her from before? <laughs> no, I didn't know her from before. Well, how the fuck did you have a number if you didn't know her from before? I mean, Mutual friends, yeah. yeah. Well, right. hey guys, the, ne- the next topic on this, the next topic on the agenda. Cheers to you, man. Salud, brother. Uh, I mean, you need a glass drink, so you can do it. <laughs> I'm bougie. Yeah, I'm ba- I'm, excuse me, I'm basic, and I have a styrofoam cup, guys. Mm-hmm. I have you styrofoam you cup. You're a basic bitch, I'm bro. just curious, like, I- I'm thinking the rest of the night, she had to think, like, what your bathroom looked like if your aim was that bad. <laughs> well. All over. <laughs> All over. Hold on. They, hold, can I? Hold on. He's off, got a off journal topic. in his bathroom. <laughs> no, I don't. Off topic, there was. That you feel guilty going to any, even though that's the only one I'm open. six for five. Right. I never use those things, man. For six years and under. So, <laughs> right. so so there's there is something on social media where there was a girl and she had a hose in between her in between her crush. Right. Right. I did, I did, I did, yeah, see that? Yeah, and she, that. and he's like, okay, I'll give you whatever if you make it a hundred percent in the bucket. Well, guess what? The dude's like here, like on and off, because okay, guys, uh, guys in the pod, you guys know. Sometimes it's not a full stream. Sometimes it it got to, you know, rev up before. So you never if know. You're, if you're under 21, you might not understand, but like <laughs> as you age, as you age, things change a little bit, okay? Just be, a little bit. Just be But I believe that woman it. resorted to sitting, right? <laughs> she did. End up, she ended up sitting on the bucket to get everything in the toilet, so. Well, at least somebody was sitting on the bucket. Hopefully she was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> That is true. So good, on a good. different topic. Yes, please, Tyler. So, so y'all tell me who y'all got in the derby tonight. I know it's on right now, but who, who y'all got? I hadn't even paid attention. Who I do y'all want to win? Let's, let's just go there. I want Shohei. Just say his last o- name. Otani. Yeah, just Otani. Okay, so you yeah. want Otani. Who, who, who you want? I, I'm going to go Otani just because I think it's cool that a pitcher would win a home run That's derby. a badass motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Who you got, Jimmy? Can I just be... A hundred percent honest. You that don't I, fucking know. That I love baseball, and I've 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 
kind of reconnected with MLB baseball. Mm-hmm. But how many stadiums have you visited this year? Uh, through two, three, three. Who do you two. want to win the Derby? I don't know. All these names that I see on the agenda, I couldn't pick one, and I don't want to go with what they said because I feel like a bandwagon. Okay, so right. you can go with last. I'm, I'm full bandwagoner here. I'm, okay, I'll take so. So obviously, you you two guys know I am the opposite of a bandwagon guy, right? I yeah. would agree. So I one hundred percent. I got your support. I, let me back up. I don't want to say I'm one hundred percent don't want Otani to win. That's who everybody else wants to win, so I don't. Okay. Mm-hmm. Juan Soto. I hope he doesn't hit a home run, and I'm not gonna say I hope he gets hurt, but I can't stand Juan Soto. I swear to God, Can dude, you? you were like the oldest thirty-four year old that I fucking. <laughs> you like Juan Soto? No, but you just like anti. Popularity, everything yeah. that's popular. Yeah, you like. No, it's not. That's that. not true. Get off my lawn. That's I, I, I want to know more though. Why do you not like him? Who wants Soto? Yeah, wants Soto. Played for the Nationals. The Nationals in the World Series. It's pretty uh, simple. And he doesn't know how to act. I can't stand that. I can't stand somebody who doesn't act right when they play baseball. Hell of a player. Okay, hell of a player. But I can't stand him because of that. Just being honest. So I guess my I would say I'm pulling for Trevor Story simply because he plays for the Rockies and it's in Colorado. Right, so you always hometown pull. Guy. You always pull with the hometown guy. Rockies players always kind of get a, a bad label because they play there, and it's a hitter's park, and it's hit, you know thin air, all that. So people act like the Rockies players. Oh, look, there's your boy yeah, right, there. right there. Yeah, Walking he probably up. just hit like 17 because he's so no, good. No, they're just announcing everybody. But um, you know, Rockies players get a bad name because of where they play, and everybody acts like they can't play anywhere else. And then you look at somebody like DJ LeMahieu who played for the Rockies, and then he goes to the Yankees and he tears it up. Whatever. So I, I'm gonna say I'm, I'm pulling for Trevor Story. The only person I don't want to win is Juan Soto. I, I would say that Joey Gallo, by the way, was committed to LSU, but obviously wouldn't make a lot of money and went for the major league. More power, more power to him. Yeah, I mean, what what, what, what Otani's doing though is freakish. Otani, but I refuse to label him as a pitcher because he's not a pitcher. Okay, so, so the he's, DH who happens to pitch. He's a baseball player. He's okay. a, he's an outfielder slash pitcher slash DH who absolutely fucking rakes. Yes, he does. Okay? All right, so he's got 33 home runs yeah, before the All-Star break. The closest yeah. to him, Vlad Jr. at 28. Yeah. He, he fucking rakes, dude. He, d- he does this year, year, yeah. In a year where they've limited the baseball, where they've come up with, uh, you know, restrictions on the pitching, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Which kind of, I felt like they did that to counteract the limits that they've implied on the baseball. Oh, no doubt. You know what I mean? No doubt. Because they've never given a shit about it before. But the baseball was juiced. I, I don't want to say it was juiced, but no, it was, the compression was better before, and now they limited the compression and whatever, you know? So Home like run hit, sells tickets. Sell hit, tickets. Hitting fucking rocks, you know? I think well, that, that's a good point. Home run sells tickets. I think it's interesting that more people care about the home run derby than the actual all-star game. Yeah, yeah. And, and even the home run derby's lost some luster, you know? But, you know, going back to the, the pick... I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Because fuck a bracket. How stupid is that shit? Like, I want to see all them. I don't give a fuck if you take 800 swings. You know what I mean? A bracket's fucking dumb. You might catch a guy on a bad BP round. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, I think it's part of it. Like, I, I, I agree with you. I, it's, I don't think there's any good way to do the home run derby anymore, just like the slam dunk contest. Yeah. Like, I think a lot of it is played out. Like, I mean, you can't say home runs played out because guys are hitting balls 9,000 feet and, you know, whatever. But it's just kind of lost some of its luster in it. So I think they're trying to find ways to draw people back. I'm with you, though. The bracket is I just don't like the bracket because it's like one versus the other. How do you determine who who plays who? How do you determine all that? I, th- I think it goes by home runs up to this point. So like okay. a seeding, like the most home runs you have? You- yeah. I think. I'm probably completely wrong. Uh, but I think that's, that's how it's seeded right now. 
honestly, I don't I don't pay a whole lot of attention to it. I don't even know that I would watch it besides that it's on tonight. But um, also, it's in Denver, which means the numbers should be higher than they've ever been. Yeah, higher. and it, it makes it it makes it more higher. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, in, I mean, in all aspects of the word higher. I mean, the the best place the best places to watch home run derbies are in Colorado. I actually, it's pretty cool to watch over the Green Monster in Boston. You know, I don't think it was like however many years ago it would, uh, McGuire and some of those guys put on a show there. Yeah, uh, but that's a cool place too. But home run derbies just kind of played out. You know? Speaking of the Green Monster, as a little sidebar. Are we going to Saints, Patriots, Yankees, Red Sox? That's the same weekend. It's the same weekend. Oh my God! Talk to my boss. Hey, <laughs> you have your boss call my boss. <laughs> we'll, we'll confer. Well, I mean, I'm going to LSU, UCLA, so it's gonna That's be a okay. hard sale. No, that ain't hard. I'm not driving. I might drive. I might meet you there. Well, that's fine. I'll be there a whole lot sooner than you. You can ride with me and just sleep because I drive through the night. I'm not I've, doing. I've it. driven to Philly probably about three times straight through. I have family up on the. I have, I have family in northern Michigan, so I feel you. You know, it's it's <laughs> yeah. it's funny you were talking about Otani and you know pitcher whatever. I actually saw a thing today, and you know we'll get to the draft there in a second. There's a player that got drafted today. He's a shortstop, okay. So obviously he throws right-handed. He pitches also, and pitches left-handed. What? Did you see the cat? It was probably a couple months ago that. He has a glove that fits both yeah, his right, right and left right. hand. Yeah. And he can pitch both right and left handed. Just coincidentally, like, one pitch might be left handed, one might be right handed. Well, you can't, you can't. Like, I don't think you can go back and forth. You gotta, you gotta, like, announce which way you're going. That's bullshit. Well, I, I, I think I've seen, like, some weird YouTube clip or something where there was a pitcher like that who was ambidextrous versus a switch hitter. And they were both like, well, which, which box you getting in? Which hand am I pitching it? Right. Know, like, no, I mean it's you know it's a it's, cat and mouse game. That's what it is, you know. Yeah, I mean, and, and we were talking about the, the draft earlier. You know, I I know one of the one of the things we wanted to talk about was Kumar Rocker going sent to the to the Mets. I'll be honest with y'all, like I think a lot of people were surprised by that. I wasn't. I think Kumar Rocker is a guy that a lot of people were big on because of how good he was as a freshman, right? Like he's good, but he wasn't the best pitcher on his own team. I think part of it was how good he looked in the black pinstripes. <laughs> that honestly is probably why he went 10. It's probably why Lighter didn't go first because they wore those hideous uniforms. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find a way to work that into every single podcast. Oh I understand, and I'll still tell you they're disgustingly ugly. Logan, just to give you some backstory, uh-huh. he hates them. I think they were the best. Just pinstripe uniforms? No, no, no. I love oh, pinstripe okay. uniforms. The Vanderbilt. The Vandy black pinstripe? That's a black. Yeah. Okay, okay. That's a I, I love them. Okay? okay, so I worked this in here. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. I put this into the schedule just to kind of. On a serious note. Be able though. to throw a little barb Wait, in there. Do the White Sox not also have a black they, 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 they just put in like a, a, I don't even think it's pinstripe. It's like a strange uniform. The best is to see Tony La Russa in it, though. It's fantastic. <laughs> Y'all have to go look it up. But if, if, you hey. look, if you look at the draft in general, it's a lot of high school guys. You got some no-name guys. I mean, the first pick in the draft is a catcher from Louisville, um, who I believe wasn't even drafted out of high school. Um, so it kind of put, it kind of showed a lot of guys. If you go to college, you know, your stock can rise. I mean, the what fifth pick went to Sam Houston State, which is in the same conference as Nichols and McNeese and UNO and those guys, right? Southland Conference. Um, some people are calling him the steal of the draft per value for what he is. Um, but it's a lot of high school guys. Um, you know, and like we like we talked about, Kumar dropped the tenth. Of course, the Mets get another power arm. Um, and, and you look through; it's a lot of names that got, a lot of people don't know. One thing it did do, though, okay, when you look at Sam Houston State going fifth, when you look at uh, Eastern Illinois shortstop going twenty, if you look at different guys like that, it also it proves in baseball especially 
if you're good enough, they're gonna find you. Mm. Right now, I will say this, and it's the last thing I'll say about the draft. And, and I, I know I'm talking way too much about this, but I just don't have UFC opinions. Um, is we that all, we all know? Is, <laughs> is that I don't know if y'all watched the last night. Most people didn't. On ESPN, there was Eduardo Perez, who not a fan. Kyle Peterson, who I think's maybe the best college baseball analyst, and you had Carl Ravitch, who was like the, the voice of baseball on ESPN. And then you had some guy, don't even know his name. It's kind of like I don't want to say the analytics guy, but kind of the guy who like does his homework on all this. They break down every little thing. And I know that's what scouts do, but one thing he continuously said about players throughout it, he's like, this guy should have went higher. But, you know, teams are, are basing picks off of what a computer tells them to do. Mm. And he's like, at some point, your eyes have to take over. And he was right, you know? But, like, there was one hitter who was like, oh, his hands are too high. His hands are too low. And just so many things, and it shows you guys get nitpicked over the smallest things. Baseball is a, a really tough game to begin with and you know what you're starting to see is if you look you know catcher pitcher pitcher but then shortstop outfitter shortstop there's a lot of middle a lot of shortstops that went a lot of athletic guys but the biggest thing that most most uh, people were saying they like guys who played more than one sport not just guys who play baseball right and so hopefully younger generations are listening to that and stop playing baseball year-round and have Tommy John when they're 12 years old right that, that's why I allow my players, AU, Marucci Patriots, uh, excuse me, Tenu this year. Tenu. We play volleyball, we do dancing, we do gymnastics, all that shit. Be well rounded, baby. Y'all come try out. We got tryouts in uh, two weeks. Yep. <laughs> come, come I, have, I have a question that's Plug. not quite on the script, but it's something y'all talked a little bit about last time uh, was the, the name and image likeness. How much do you think that's going to affect mostly basketball and baseball? I know football, they kind of have to go to college. You know, but a, a, a player who's drafted out of high school can still potentially make money in the college level now. How I, do you think that changes the game? I actually, yeah, that's a great, like, I think basketball is going to be big, but I think in baseball it could end up being the biggest game changer of those three major sports because baseball has the opportunity to go pro. So I was telling, you know, we, we've been talking about that there's a, a guy, I don't know, but I, I coach his brother, um, the team Louisiana, was in the draft. Well, he didn't go, like, midway through the second round, so he took his name out of the draft because he's going to Arkansas. Yeah. Well, he's going to end up going to make money at name, image, sure. and likeness. He's going to play at better facilities. He's not going to take a charter bus everywhere. He's going to take, you know, charter flights. So you can maybe start seeing even better talent that aren't going in the top 10 picks and making $9 million signing bonus go to college, get a, a great experience, get an education, you know, tutors will take their classes for them anyway, right? And do all these things and make a buck. Right here first, folks. No, but, but I think that's a great point. Like, I think it's going to make college athletics better. Basketball, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how much that will affect that. Um, long term, because I think those guys that are going to get drafted after one year are still going to get drafted after one year. But I think baseball, it could be a big time game. But I mean, if like, I mean, think like for a, a freshman in college basketball, right? Who probably, you know, some big name. Imagine Zion. Right. Yeah. Zion as a freshman, getting endorsement deals and stuff like that. Does he even need to enter the draft? He can get a free free education and actually probably make a dang decent profit, support his family, like all these players want to do, you know, in, in the short term. Here's the biggest thing on that: is that I would imagine that name and image likeness is for a one-year period. So you get hurt, you get out of the game, whatever. It's that's only, all part of the contract. It is, know? but it's one year. If you go and you sign a professional contract, most of them are multi-year. Sure. So it's more guaranteed. Even if, it, even if it might be less, 
than what you can make NIL right. is more guaranteed over the long term. Yeah. So it's going to introduce that decision, you know what I mean, in terms of, okay, I could make more in college, but it's only guaranteed for 365 days. Whereas if I enter a professional contract, it may be guaranteed for four years. Right. And, and a guy like Zion's an extreme example because he's Zion, right? He is the top of the top. Right. And they worry about knee injuries and things like that. But no, I mean, it's interesting. It's interesting. Well, because I, so I haven't said this, but I'm from New Iberia, Louisiana. I'm a graduate of Westgate High School. The Barry. I'm, I'm friends with Jared Mitchell. And I, I, I immediately think of him, right? Amazing college, you know, two-time champion, both baseball and football. Could have made a ton of money in college and then gets hurt, you know, in a senior year or something like that, right out of, you know, he was drafted to the White Sox, stuff like that, and then dude is 30-something still playing the minors. You know, he, someone like him totally could have oh, know, made yeah. a ton so, of money in college. I have two two things to say. The furthest home run I've ever seen in my life was Jared Mitchell <laughs> at our home stadium. We had some pine trees, full-grown pine trees. He hit them over the fucking pine trees, okay? Second thing was... You talked about the minors and everything. There was a really cool story that I saw today, which was Daniel Camarena. He plays for the San Diego Padres. He's a reliever, okay? He's been in the, the minors for 11 years. They called him up, I think, yesterday or the day before. So he goes in in the fourth inning. He starts to pitch, whatever. They're losing, I think, 8-2. to two. He comes up to bat, bases loaded. It's a fucking grand slam. Yeah, pitcher. It is, yeah, pitcher, reliever. It grand slam off yeah. of Max Strazer. Yeah. Grand slam, the Padres came back and won that fucking game. How cool is, I mean, yeah. that's why you love the game. Whether it's baseball, football, whatever, those stories like that are what makes you love sports and things that happen within it. Like, you can't write a story better than that. Yeah. I would say baseball is the greatest example of that. I mean, you look at the Astros yesterday against the Yankees. I mean, any chance I get the, the rag on the Yankees, I'll take it. But, you know, please, the, the please Yankees do. acted like the, the Yankees act all weekend. They were up 7-2 to going into the ninth yesterday. Astros scored six, went on a walk-off by Altuve. Who could have scripted that better, right? Made, they made sure to take his jersey off after. But, <laughs> they, but, only, they only beat the trash can three times. But, <laughs> hey, hey, cheat, you ain't trying. But, I, I agree. So, <laughs> I agree. Everybody else in the league doesn't. Anyway, so if – if you look at baseball, you can't just hand it to a running back and run out the clock, right? Baseball, you have to keep playing. You have that doesn't really happen. Or leave us in grand slams, but you have an opportunity to come back. But you're right, sports. I mean, it's just a great story. There's, there's you know? nothing better than that. Like you can't script that any better. Well, you, you, you know what else is a really, really great story? And you know, I gotta, I gotta compliment both you know Carl and Tyler here. Is that you know from I don't have any kids as of yet, but I, but these guys have have a couple kids. And, um, you know, I just want to say, like, I think these guys are amazing fathers, right? I know they got a good support system at home. Shout out Katie's. Hashtag. Katie Square. <laughs> Katie Square. Logan, both of our wives are Katie. Wait, wait, and they graduate. And they graduate. Oh, and by the way, huge supporters of the pod. Yeah. So, golf clap for them, right? I, I just want to ask, you know, I, I think this is just a really amusing thing of how much you guys, like, you know, I'm gonna stop bullshitting for a second. Like, how much you guys honestly sacrifice in your life, right? Where you can be, you know, shooting the shit Monday night at a podcast, where you have to, I'm kidding, where you, you know, you have to take care of your family, right? But I also think it's hilarious whenever you go on vacation, you go out of town, and there's so many things to think about, right? You gotta 
how do we get there? What do we do? Blah, blah, blah. Guys, I just want, I would love for you guys to share maybe just a quick little story, maybe a shit show story of a vacation at a town event where you just, you know, it's just a great dad moment. All right, every, Tyler. Every single one. But, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. It, it's, it's funny because sometimes when the agenda is actually my wife, so I'm gonna leave out a lot of details because I'm telling y'all this could be the longest. This could be seven pods. Okay, <laughs> so we plan to take uh, Brady to Disneyland for the first time. I mean, so I'm a baseball coach and I was at a Catholic school, so we can't do anything from Holy Thursday to Easter Sunday during that break. So we had a game against Chalmette. Shout out to Mike Thomas. Um, the Shalmations. The Shalmations. <laughs> and so we never had school on Holy Thursday, which we did that year, but whatever. So we played at Shalmette. I stayed behind. Uh, the bus went back home. And we, we had a flight at like 6.30 in the morning, next morning to go to California, to go to Disneyland. So, you know, my wife and I are like big Disney people. We're, we're ultra um, organized. We're ultra get to the airport early. Like, if you know anything about me, I'm the get to the airport early guy. Um, so we decided our flight was so early. We had Brady, my, my parents were coming, my sister-in-law, my niece were coming. We're gonna stay at a hotel right by the airport. Great, everything's great. Um, I guess I think our flight was 6.30, I don't know, but we're always there, get there early people. But for some unknown reason, and no one asked us why, no one called us out. We're like, oh, we're gonna get to the airport at like 5.30, an hour before, in the morning. No one said anything, right? Were you flying Southwest? Yes. Okay. And and so travel agent, I know what's about to happen. And so and, and so the deal was the deal was we know better, right? Like we we know you get there early. We get there, and of course the ticket counter because we have to check all kind of stuff, right? The ticket counter line is seventy five miles long. It's in the old airport, <laughs> so security is a shit show. We finally get through. We got like forty minutes for the, the flight takes off. No, less than forty minutes. Maybe like thirty minutes. Flight takes off. Security line is forever long. But when you have a small child and you have a stroller, you can take the little side lane, okay? Well, keep in mind, Brady is like two or three at this point. So it's 5.30, 5, 6 o'clock in the morning, whatever. He's starving, right? So my wife has crackers. She's giving him crackers. So she's giving him crackers. We, we got to go through the, the little thing, the little x-ray thing, whatever. So she's not even thinking. She goes through. She's got crackers in her hand. The lady puts her crackers. No, the lady puts her to the side. Oh, you can't have any of that. So no. the lady puts her to the side. That's bullshit. They take the crackers, put it at the end of the belt. We we are like borderline gonna miss our flight. My wife's like, we don't need the crackers. Like y'all just keep the crackers. And she starts yelling at my wife that we don't have to let you fly. Whatever. When my wife, who was a pretty even, patient person, even keel. Yeah, yeah, even keel person starts Very to lose. Nice person starts to lose it for a second. Okay, and like starts talking back, and so one of the TSA agents is like, "You do know we don't have to let you fly." And so my wife has to say something else, which usually would be me, right? So I have to pretty much like tell my wife to shut up, and I don't do that, right? So finally, this lady walks away. She was not very friendly. She walks away, and another agent walks up, and I'm like, "Look, we don't need him." Like, oh, you don't need him? I've been standing there for five minutes. We're like, no. Like, oh, y'all good? So we go. And let you go. So keep in mind, we have a two-year-old who now has to pee or poo or something, right? <laughs> My wife Both. and him take off in the stroller. They are sprinting. Naturally, I have a bladder of an 85-year-old. I have to go pee. <laughs> we are the last people to board the plane, okay? So there's no two seats next to each other, right? We had gotten Brady a seat. 
right? So they get on the thing. Um, would anyone mind moving? We have a mom and a child who need to sit to get whatever. So luckily oh someone gosh. moves. I'm sitting in the middle of two people in a straight flight. Actually, our layover was in Vegas and we didn't get off the plane, whatever. We make it there, it all worked out, no big deal, okay? Fast forward to the trip ends, we're coming back. We get to LAX like 75 hours early, right? Like I don't even think the airport was open. We get there, everything's great. Brady decides right before his boarding time he needs to take a shit, okay? If you have small kids, you know that's what happens. Dude, that happens to me now. Yeah, same. So, so he, we, we take him, I take him to go take a shit. It's good. We don't even get on the plane yet. We get on the plane, we're all sitting together, right? We're boarding, everybody boards, the worst boarding process in the world, but we're all boarding. All of a sudden, ooh, mommy, mommy, I got a poo-poo. She's like, you gotta be kidding me. He's like, I got a poo-poo. You can see that look in his face. She takes him to the thing. Our flight is already delayed, so it's running behind. He goes to the bathroom. He's in there. They get on the thing. Um, we're not gonna be able to move yet. We have a mom with a small child in the back bathroom. Um, we have to wait. And I'm like, oh my, my wife's in the bathroom. She walks out, she's as red as oh possible. Oh my right? goodness. So we finally sit back down. Flight takes off. Everything was great after that. But that's just a very small example. And there's a lot God more of those stories, man. right? I put it about as small as possible. But Carl knows, if you take kids somewhere, it is literally a shit show. There, every, every there's no doubt. Somewhere. I just want to say, Pun intended. fuck Southwest for that, because I saw a meme or a video or viral post the other day. Like, there was a mom and son or a wife and husband. Like, they had 15 boiled lobsters they had fucking yeah. crab legs you saw that shit yeah. you know exactly i think it was southwest too i think it was fuck new orleans tsa for that shit for some fucking crackers like did they check all those lobsters i don't think they did dude it was unreal like it was it was insane i mean we're, we're like like the most like follow the rules people there is and like this lady was having a bad Every, day for sure. i have a high school classmate who lives in atlanta and commutes back and forth to louisiana a lot to visit family and she legit brought like boiled crawfish on the plane back home from Delta. Like was having a crawfish boil midair. Hey, wow. <laughs> and they stopped this man for some crawfish. I mean, for a cracking cracker. Yeah, the best part was there was one cracker left. One. <laughs> what? My poor wife, dude. And, like, Get out of here. And of all times, like generally, she would be the one like dealing with him in the stroller. I would hold the cracker, but she just so happened to have it. And so I'm like, can I just stay? And they're like, no, she had them. Yeah. And I'm like, just, oh my god, can like, I eat the damn thing? Yeah. So I could so, go. Yeah. And working, working in, I, I think. It's hilarious that it's your, your days of travel. We call those Murphy's Law days, right? Because those are the days that if it can go wrong, it will go wrong. But a couple of tips. A, if you're flying out of New Orleans at 6 o'clock in the morning on any airline, TSA is ridiculous. Get there at least two hours early unless um, you do TSA pre-check. $85 a head, good for five years, and any children under 12 can come with you. Hey, you that's, skip that line. That's Facebook destination mouse <laughs> if, you want, if you want any other tips. <laughs> Facebook Destination Mouse. But real quick before we go, we gotta give our insight on the NBA Finals. Please, yes. Suns need to all white the Valley jerseys, and they will close out. They will close out. No, 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 no. Keep the black ones. Just pinstripe them. I'm down with that too. Shit, I mean, but they gotta have an alternate. Okay, wait. Can, can we can we say something? If you are not following us on Instagram, it is at Drunk on a Bucket. IG, check us out. Go follow we, that shit. We did, we did put a uh, a poll up there. 
of if you like the, the Valley jerseys. And the vast majority <laughs> yes, sir. voted in favor. They did. Uh, it makes me question our fan base. I did, I did create about six accounts to go vote on that shit. <laughs> and I told those guys I didn't vote. I did vote against it. <laughs> you see? You see how you are? I'm, look, I'll be honest. I think the Suns win game four. Then they win game five. And it's Sun, done? Suns in five. Sons I wanted Suns in four, to be honest with you. You want to sweep? Yeah, I wanted you, sweep. Did you think that was possible? I mean, I knew it would be very difficult, but they have really sweet jerseys, so, you know. <laughs> nothing's impossible when I, you have I, sweet I, I uniforms. Do, I do think the Suns in five. I, I, I agree with that. I would say Suns in five. I, 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 would, I would say Suns in six. I feel like home field advantage for the Bucks. They're, you know, they're playing again. Um, Giannis, in, in Milwaukee, Giannis was back to back forty point ten, forty point ten rebound Shit. games. Freak. He's, He's the second freak. person in history with a hundred percent of knee. Right? Next like to it's... next to Shaq, Shaq was the only other person that had back to back forty point ten rebound but, games. I mean, you know, Devin Booker set up the entire fourth quarter. I don't know if that would have made a huge difference. Can, a lot of people, you know, yeah, a lot can, of people are blaming. His outfit for his poor performance. <laughs> I'm serious. Like y'all are laughing, but I'm serious. Is that like, why Russell Westbrook sucks? Up? Anyway, go ahead. Easy. I, I would. Ju- I would just say I don't that. Like it either, but, you know. Look, we we, we talked uh, we talked last pod about just Chris Paul. You're, you're not a huge fan just because of what he did to New Orleans. Totally understand that. I'm just I'm just a big fan. I'm a I'm a raving fan. And just to see this guy play and the performance he puts up, even though they lost what Sunday yesterday, yeah. even though they lost yesterday, the guy he balled out. Right? But, but and look, you know I. I I'm sour about what he did in New Orleans, but if you look at everywhere he's been, he's made him better, right? Yes, yeah. and it's just it's just me trying to be the asshole of the, of the thing. <laughs> but, I mean, but honestly, honestly, as much as I really want the Suns to win, just because of, you know never won it or whatever, I kind of want the Bucks to win for a Pelicans reference, just because I really like Drew Holiday and yeah. I didn't want him to go. I do, know? I do too. We I think we covered that on yeah. the initial trial run of the pod. Uh, yeah, that, that ran two yeah. hours and forty five minutes. <laughs> yeah. That wait, not wait. a fucking soul is gonna listen to. Wait, wait, hold on. If we ever get to like, you know, what, big what, time, you only want to say like a uh, hundred thousand followers, we will post at that point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you until do some editing, right? Yeah. Until, no, no, no. If we get, how about this? Let's make a deal. Right now, if we get to a hundred thousand followers, we'll post unedited. How about we let let it like uh, let's let's <laughs> realize it a little bit like yeah. Girl, we, like take it really back, baby. Yeah. Really back. If we get to a thousand followers, I'll post that shit. I'll post it. Oh, <laughs> no, oh yeah. Let it ride, bro. Let it ride, baby. Let it ride. Let's let's be realistic. Carl, you know I'm, I'm with saying? you, dog. I'm let, with you. Let's, let's go. Let let's go. I don't disagree with you. I like Drew. Yeah. Like but, I'd, I'd be okay if the Bucks won because of Drew. I guess is what I'm trying to say. But a Bucks loss will help the Pelicans pick in the future. Sure. Because Giannis will probably leave, right? You know? So, guys, it's been enjoyable as shit. Been as a pleasure, always. Baby. Always. You know? Definitely fun. I do want to cover one thing. Italy won the European Championship in no, soccer, but nobody cares. Nobody <laughs> gives two flying fucks. This was Drunk on a Bucket, episode two. I want to remind everybody that you can't be drunk all day if you don't start in the morning. Have a good night. Salud, baby.